you feel like you're stuck or find yourself attracting the same type of relationships and negative experiences or just not manifesting what you want in life, welcome to Heal Your Story. I'm your host, Heidi Dallaire. Here we discuss all things life, love, relationships, the relationship with yourself, and the stories we tell about ourselves and others. I help people get out of their busy heads and get back in touch with their heart space to learn self-love and help heal their story. I'm a heart space and relational coach, a holistic health practitioner, and author at HeidiDelaire.com and LoveWideOpen.com. Let's go hold some heart space together. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, loves. Here we are at episode 157, From Toxic to Nourishing Self-Care, Navigating the Fine Line. Wait a minute, what? Self-care can be toxic? Oh, hell yeah. So self-care can potentially be toxic when taken to extremes or misguided levels. While self-care is generally encouraged as a means of maintaining and enhancing one's well-being, there are instances where it can become unhealthy. Or detrimental. So today I'm going to discuss three examples of how self-care can turn toxic. There are many. Today I'm just going to go over three. First one is perfectionism. When self-care is driven by perfectionism, individuals set impossibly high standards for themselves in terms of their self-care routines, habits, or achievements. They may feel the need to have a perfectly structured and efficient self-care routine where every moment is optimized for maximum productivity and well-being. They may strive for flawless execution of self-care activities, seeking an idealized version of what self-care should actually look like. This perfectionist approach to self-care can have negative effects on one's well-being. It creates an environment of constant pressure and self-criticism as individuals may feel like they are never doing enough or meeting their own expectations. Instead of providing comfort and nurturing, self-care then becomes a source of stress and anxiety. Furthermore, the pursuit of perfection can lead to a rigid and inflexible mindset. Individuals may become overly focused on adhering to their self-imposed rules and routines, losing sight of the true purpose of self-care, which is to support overall well-being and nurture oneself. So they may end up feeling guilty or inadequate if they deviate from their idealized self-care routine, even if it would be beneficial to adapt or adjust it based on changing circumstances and needs. So perfectionism and self-care can also undermine the spontaneity and enjoyment of the practice, right? It may create a sense of obligation and rob individuals with the freedom to explore and discover what truly brings them joy and relaxation. Self-care becomes a checklist to complete 
rather than a means of genuine self-nourishment and rejuvenation. So it's important to recognize that self-care should not be about achieving perfection or meeting external standards. It should be a personalized practice that allows individuals to prioritize their well-being and find activities that really genuinely resonate with them. So embracing imperfection, being flexible with routines, and practicing self-compassion are essential in avoiding the toxic effects of perfectionism and self-care. I'm just going to use an example of meditation, okay? I, at my best, meditate twice a day, make it a routine. However, it doesn't mean that I do it at the same time every day. So let's say that something happens in the morning and routine needs to change. I have flexibility. I make sure that then I meditate at lunch, allowing there to be flexibility so that it doesn't throw off my entire day. Okay. The second thing that can be talks about, toxic about self-care is self-isolation. Self-care often involves taking time for oneself, prioritizing personal needs, engaging in activities that promote well-being. While this is super important, like I said before, but now excessive self-isolation can have really detrimental effects on mental and emotional health. When individuals prioritize self-care to the point of isolating themselves from social connections and relationships, they may actually experience feelings of loneliness, disconnection, and even increased anxiety or depression. Guys, human beings are social creatures, and healthy relationships and social interactions are crucial for overall well-being. So when isolating oneself really long periods of time, this can lead to a lack of support systems, decreased opportunities for meaningful connections, and limited perspectives. Additionally, excessive self-isolation can exacerbate feelings of loneliness and create and contribute to a, a, a total negative cycle. Additionally, Excessive self-isolation, that's hard to say, can exacerbate feelings of loneliness and contribute to a negative cycle. So instead of finding solace and rejuvenation through self-care, individuals then may feel even more isolated and disconnected, which can have a really negative impact on the mental health. So self-isolation can also hinder personal growth and development. Interacting with others provides ourselves with opportunities for learning, personal insights, and expanding on one's own horizons. By isolating oneself, individuals may miss out on valuable experiences, feedback, and the chance to build meaningful connections that can contribute to their well-being and personal growth. So it's important to strike a balance between time spent on self-care and maintaining healthy social connections. Engaging in self-care activities does not mean completely withdrawing from the world. Finding a balance between solitude and social engagement allows individuals to recharge, while also benefiting from the support and connections that contribute to their overall well-being. Remember, self-care can be enhanced by incorporating social activities seeking emotional support from loved ones, 
and engaging and meaningful interactions promote both personal well-being and a sense of belonging. Now, number three, toxic self-care is ignoring underlying issues. If self-care is used as a means to escape or avoid addressing underlying problems, it can become counterproductive and even toxic. Sometimes individuals engage in self-care activities as a temporary distraction or coping mechanism to avoid facing difficult emotions, unresolved issues, or deeper psychological distress. While self-care can provide temporary relief and relaxation, it should not be used as a substitute for addressing and resolving underlying problems. Because what happens when we push away our underlying problems, they come right back. Or they, you know, throw a line and catch you at the ankle and get dragged along no matter where you go. So by solely focusing on self-care activities without addressing the root causes of stress or emotional distress, individuals may perpetuate harmful patterns and prevent true healing. Ignoring underlying issues can lead to a cycle where temporary relief is followed by a return of the exact same problems, requiring more self-care as a form of escape rather than genuine resolution. Toxic self-care can also manifest when individuals use these practices to mask or suppress their emotions. Instead of acknowledging and processing, they rely on self-care to numb out, avoid uncomfortable emotions. Okay. And this keeps people from really working through their emotions and leads to further turmoil and difficulties in the long run. Now, it's important to approach self-care holistically by integrating practices that address both the physical and emotional aspects of well-being. This includes taking the time to reflect on one's emotions, seeking help if needed, and actively working towards resolving your underlying issues. By combining self-care with self-reflection and a willingness to address deeper concerns, individuals can experience more meaningful and sustainable improvements in their overall well-being. Now, if you're finding that self-care activities are consistently used as a way to escape or avoid facing underlying issues, it's going to be helpful to seek support. Someone who can provide you guidance and help you navigate through these challenges in a healthy and productive manner. So to wrap up, Self-care can become toxic when driven by perfectionism, excessive self-isolation, or the avoidance of underlying issues. The pursuit of perfection in self-care can lead to stress, self-criticism, and a loss of enjoyment. Excessive self-isolation can result in loneliness, limited social support, and hinder personal growth. And ignoring underlying issues by using self-care as a mere distraction can prevent true healing and perpetuate harmful patterns. It's essential to approach self-care with balance, flexibility, and a willingness to address deeper concerns in order to promote genuine well-being and lasting positive change. So if you're struggling with how to navigate the fine line of self-care, please reach out, book a Heal Your Story strategy session, 
to build strategies to get you unstuck. I'm sending you all lots of love. Bye for now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thank you for listening to another episode of Heal Your Story. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me, my coaching services, my book, or book a Heal Your Story strategy session at HeidiDelaire.com. For other self-development articles, go to LoveWideOpen.com. And you can also follow me at Heidi Delaire or Love Wide Open on all social media channels. Thanks so much. Sending lots of love.